Hey, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your girl, Suzanne, also known as Positively Suzanne. Now remember, this podcast was created with us in mind. It is a reminder that not only are we worthy, but we deserve the best versions of ourselves. So grab a cup of tea or your beverage of choice and sit back and relax and join me on this journey. So here we are, the last episode before the season finale, and I can't believe that we've made it through season three, and season four is going to be back bigger, brighter than ever. I have so many ideas for season four. I have a vision for season four, and I'm trusting God to take me through it. I have some guests lined up already, and it's going to be a good time, all right? So this episode, it's called The Slap versus Will Be Wade. Now, I was very deliberate in not speaking about this slap. I was very intentional about not speaking about this. And I am to this day still hearing folks talk about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to step into it. I'm going to talk about it because I heard somebody talking about how it traumatized them the other day. And they were nowhere near the issue or the event or anything. And I just don't understand how folks are going to be, you know, traumatized by this when there's so much going on that we can be traumatized by, right? Now, this slap was heard around the world. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock after he made a joke about Jada Spinkett Smith. This slap dominated the news cycle. And like I said, folks are still talking about how much this slap traumatized them. And I felt bad for all the parties involved. I love them both. I love Will. I love Chris. I love the families. And, you know, I pray that they're able to work it out, that they're able to reconcile and really talk about it and forgive each other and that the families can be mended. You know, there were folks that were collateral damage, like Questlove, who his win was overshadowed in that moment, though. Because to me, his win did not diminish in my eyes and nobody's eyes. He is still a winner. Yes, that moment he was overshadowed, but he is still a winner and he should still be proud. Will Packard, who produced the Oscar, um, again, that's really not what he wanted everyone to be talking about after the Oscar. But you know what? I'm sure he's handling it. So he was also collateral damage, but he did a phenomenal job. And honestly, the Oscar has not held my interest for so many years. I tuned in because, you know, Will was producing it. Um, Will Smith, I wanted him to win the Oscar and he did win an Oscar that night. And, you know, the three female hosts, they're funny. I'm fans of theirs and I wanted to see them. So, but listen, the show must go on. And these hosts had to pull it together and come out because this is showbiz, right? But here's the thing. I heard so many people talk about how traumatized they were by this slap. And this is my question. How did this slap personally impact you? Because it didn't impact me. It truly did not. I didn't feel diminished. I didn't feel less than. I didn't feel like it was a blight on the Black community. I I didn't. This this was something that happened that I wasn't even in the sphere of it. I so it wasn't something that impacted me. So when folks said it's a blight to the black community, to me it is not because there are great things that are happening when blacks have made strides and then you know nobody comes in, gives me credit, and says, Hey, you know, this is a win. So this happened between two grown men. They could handle it. It did not diminish the Black community in my eyes. 
I was not traumatized. I am more traumatized by the things that I see every day, the dehumanizing of Black men and children, the police brutality on Black men. I am still traumatized by George Floyd. His face is still imprinted on my brain. I am still traumatized by Breonna Taylor's senseless death. I should say murder. Her face is still imprinted on my brain. So these are the things that we should be traumatized by. We have gotten to the point that we're immune to the things of this world, like violence against each other, um, systemic racism, and just blatant outright racism, inequality, injustices, and so many things that we should be traumatized by, but we're not. But a slap between two men is going to traumatize me? Absolutely not. The staggering statistics of Black men that are being killed by the police in a racist mob, the Asian American community that's being attacked every day, that's been targeted, especially the elderly um, people, no. Those are things that I, I, I think about. Those are things that I think how we can impact, how we could change. Those are the things that should traumatize us, that should galvanize us into doing something. I hope that these two very talented men and their family could move forward and heal from this and, you know, able to forgive each other. But this should not be the most dominant thing in the news cycle. And we live in a culture that this is something they're celebrities and, you know, this is something it was on every news channel all over the world. I get it. They're famous. But they are human beings. We cannot worship celebrities. They're humans. They mess up. They make mistakes just like us. So we cannot continue to focus on the slap. We cannot talk about the slap if we're not talking about the other things. I have folks who are trying to have conversation with me about the slap, but they never once said anything to me when George Floyd was killed, when Brianna Taylor was killed, when all these things that are happening that, you know, we are as a black community traumatized, terrified of leaving our homes, having conversations with our little ones about what to do when, if they're pulled over by the police. So forgive me that I'm not traumatized by the slap. I am more traumatized by the injustices that I see every day. I am more traumatized by inequality, by injustice, um, just the things that have become normal. Those are the things that traumatize me. So there, that's my thought on the slap. Think about why that slap traumatized you and why something else, another young Black man being killed, does not traumatize you. All right. Here is something, though, that not a lot of folks that had the conversation or wanted to have the conversation with me because I did shut it down about the slap, that they're not having this conversation. This was something that happened. It was brutal. It was an attack against women and the right for them to choose what happens to their body. The same crowd that was outraged by the slap is silent about this. Now, I am a child of God, and I am not 
ashamed of my faith. And I have said this over and over. I think on every podcast, I mention it. God is the head of my life. And I know that many people right now are using Christianity to say abortion is wrong. And they're saying they're using Christianity in a way that it's not Christ-like because they're using it every evil thing they do. They're saying it's the name of, um, of Christianity. Listen to me. Listen to the signs. They're not using it the way it should be used. And folks will come at me and say, well, you know, you're a Christian in this. No, God is the head of my life. God is love. My faith tells me that God is love. So here's the deal. Just because somebody say they're a Christian does not make them a Christian. They have to actively demonstrate the ways of Christ, which is showing love to everybody else. I hear folks saying, give me the child. Like, don't have an abortion. Give me the child. But the funny thing is there are hundreds, there's so many kids in the foster care system that nobody's adopting. They've never fostered the child. They've never donated to anything outside of getting a tax break. So how can we say we're Christians? How can we say we're children of God if we're not showing love to the folks that are right here? We are content to walk by a homeless person on our way to protest an abortion clinic. I'm going to repeat that. We will walk by a homeless person on the street begging for food, including veterans that fought for this country that you say that you love and not give them anything, but you're on your way to protest an abortion clinic. How is that love? How is that showing Christian faith? I personally do not have the right to force my opinion on anyone's. And I know that many people that are listening right now are wondering, do I, Suzanne, personally believe in abortion? And this is what I am saying to you. That is not the right question to ask. The question you should ask me is this. Do I believe a woman have the right to choose what is right for her body, what is right for her? And to that, I will say 100% yes. So do not ask me about my opinion on abortion because that's not the issue. The issue is a woman having the right to choose what happens to her body. The bigger truth is, and I, I deliberately did a smaller episode and I see myself going down the rabbit hole, but I'm gonna try to rein it in before because I don't wanna preach to anyone on a soapbox. But the overturn of Roe v. Wade will not stop abortion. The right, the rich will still have access to it. The people that will be impacted by the most are minorities and people of a certain income, people of a certain tax bracket, because they will get an abortion by other means and they'll end up putting their lives in danger and people will die. That traumatized me. I am not going to start out to statistics of the extreme cases, like the 10-year-old who was sexually abused and ended up pregnant. I have heard so many traumatic stories. We should be concerned about this. We should be screaming loud, louder than we're screaming for the slap. This is what should traumatize us. 
not the slap between two grown men. This should traumatize us because for me personally, as a black woman, I'm concerned about what rights they're going to take away next. What rights are they going to come after next? Disparities exist every single day in the medical field. And the treatment of black women in healthcare, it has a lot to be desired. Black women are three times more likely to die in pregnancy postpartum than Caucasian women. That gives me pause. I'm a black woman. I am a mother of black women. I'm an aunt of black woman, a cousin, friend. There's so many relationships I have. So I implore you to truly think about the issue and what it means and how it impacts family. This is my opinion. It is not what I believe that should make the decision for someone about their bodies because it is not my job to judge them or to force my opinion on them. So as I share this, I know that folks are going to come for me and folks are going to be like, how are you a Christian? And you're saying that because it is not my job. God gave us free will. It is not my job to make the decision for people. And I hope you don't stop listening to the show because I enjoy. You guys are my fan. I love y'all. But if you do decide to stop because, A, I'm not sharing my opinion on abortion because honestly, my personal um, opinion is my personal opinion. It shouldn't impact what another woman does. But if you do decide to stop listening to me because I share that I believe that a woman have the right, I truly am sorry that you feel that way. And I'm going to ask you to really think about it. What makes you so angry about it? But if you leave, I wish you the best. I'm going to send you prayers and love. I'm going to say, have a conversation with somebody about the issues. And I pray that you will never have to face an issue where you don't have the right to choose what happens to you and your body. Because when it happens to you, it's a different thing. I want the authority to make the decision about my body. No one should have to face that if you're in your right mind, to face that decision where you don't have a choice. Somebody else, the state, the government, is making this decision for you. We all deserve that dignity. And if you are going to be traumatized by something, I pray it's not the slap. I pray that you're traumatized by this and that this will galvanize you to get up, take action, have a conversation with a woman. This is not about a woman just going crazy and making crazy decisions. That's not what it's about. It is about our rights as human beings. And if we lose the rights over our bodies, now they're talking about access to contraceptives. What, what is the end game? Where are we going with this? I worry about what is going to be there for my kids. But I don't lose hope because I believe God has a plan and he's intentional. And I know that it will come out the way it's meant to. Yeah, we're going to have some battle scars. 
And we might lose one or two battles, but I know that in the end, we will win. So to everyone listening, I pray that you'll never be in a position where you do not have the right to choose what happens to you. And until next time, well, actually it's the last episode before the season finale. So I'll be recording the season finale next. I wish you the best. Now, go ahead and listen to my call to actions right after this. As always, guys, this is Suzanne saying thank you. I am saying I am humbled by your continued support. I am humbled by you continuing to tune in every time there is a new episode. I appreciate it because I know that there's a lot of podcasts out there for you to choose from so that you continue to choose mine and listen to it. I appreciate it. So a couple of things. want to keep reminding you guys that the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast is available. It is on my website at www.positivelysuzanne.com. It's also available in all the major podcasts and directories. It's on Apple Music, it's on Amazon, it's on iHeart, it's on Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, and a plethora of others. So wherever you get your podcasts, I guarantee you the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast is on it. So I need you to do a couple of things for me. I need you to listen to the episode. I need you to subscribe. I need you to share the episode. I need you to write a review and spread the word, spread the word that the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast is out there. It's happening and it's fun and fabulous. So I want you to share it because we're trying to help more people. So again, please go ahead and share, like, write a review. If you want to reach out to me, you can connect with me at Suzanne at PositivelySuzanne.com. You could also follow me on social media. Instagram is my main jam. So go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am just so appreciative of everything you do. Also buy me a coffee should be right at the bottom of the episode. So you can go ahead and buy me a coffee. Just remember that every coffee that you buy goes to towards purchasing equipment to upgrade the soul. So I could be bigger and better for you all. All right. So as always, I'm so appreciative of you guys. And until next time, this is Suzanne signing off.